Sex Radio. Hey producer, what's up? Yeah, that's why I'm starting my show nowadays by giving shoutouts to the producer Shinaz who's sitting in the other room giving me eyes every time I say something controversial like now. Banang. Thank God it's radio. You guys don't have to see what I'm looking at. She's she's pretty but she can have a mean look. Welcome to the show. It's here me out. I'm Daniel Omar. It's Rx Radio. Oh, beautiful Saturday morning, ladies and gentlemen. And I'm just going to have fun with you all today. It's that show where the wrong guys have the right idea, you know, and that wrong guy is me. And the right ideas are things like me organizing a meeting where we cane people who use percolators to boil milk and then afterwards use it to boil water without washing it. You people need a special kind of chivoko. No, it's insulting. You can't tell that your water is a shade of gray. What is wrong with you? How do you not see that? Please, if you're going to use the paco for, for milk and then water, at least scrub the inside afterwards. Some, some of y'all have percolators with black bottoms and you don't even see, you don't see a problem. Your water is acidic, it's oxide, and you're like, I don't know, I have ulcers. Y'all need chibox. But speaking of chibox, um, on to the news. There's been this story of uh, Dr. Diana Atwine, of course, um, Ministry of Health Diana Atwine. If you don't know her by now, then you probably need help. Because that name has been ringing around during the whole COVID saga. Everything since the previous lockdown, right? Yeah, now there's been a whole riot about her. Mm, we thought these things were only for rappers. Like, people don't like your music, they go and riot. Or oh, for presidents. Woo-wee! Dr. Diana Twin has earned herself a riot. Which I think in Uganda is um, it's a step up. You get? Yeah, it's a step up. In, in, in Uganda, if people riot about you, you have really done something. You have worked hard to earn their respect. You are worthy of rioting about. So far, the only people who've earned this privilege are Museveni, uh, the MPs, Parliament, of course, naturally. Um, Basically, has been on the other side of the riot. So for him, he's more of a contributor. He's, he's an organizer for the riots. That, that's his thing. But it means a lot when people riot about you. This is not a privilege that anyone gets. And then on top of that, they riot about you with props. You ever seen people bring props to a riot? Like they brought a coffin put it in the middle of the road uh, with, uh, you know, manila paper, right? With a list of demands. Dr. Twine must resign. Um, she's responsible for the deaths of very many people. Which is true, I think. In a way, that's the way a lot of people see it. That's how it's seen. Bite me. So they put that in the middle of the road. And let me first step away from uh, the accusations against Dr. Twine and just talk about the aesthetics of this riot. I love the way people have adapted symbolism in their riots nowadays. I first want to give a round of applause to the people rioting. I think for the past seven or eight years in Kampala, they've been very creative in their riots. Because I, I don't think I need to explain to you the symbolism of the coffin being there. So some of you may look at it as, you know, not a big deal. But you see, it's representative of death. Hmm? Which is the outcome of the actions of the accused in this case? Poetic breakdown. Helping you understand that death is a recurring motif in this current situation. But it is to be blamed on someone. That is why her name is on a placard attached to the coffin. Beautiful. It is poetry. People have been doing this for the last seven years in Kampala. You know, talking about bringing pigs to riots to symbolize how much the MPs are eating money. Bringing chicken to riots, you know, because chickens scrounge in the ground and literally just pick up anything and swallow. They don't even chew. They just take it in. Symbolism in these riots is... 
it's a good thing. Of course, you you never get to take the the the, the pig or the chicken home. Those ones stay there and what. So the, we need a props department. It's it's a business proposal I'm thinking up. A props department for riots. Like come to me when you need something symbolic for your riot to happen. I remember last yeah, I would make a lot of money because I think riots are going to become fairly more common now with the level of frustration of people. I'm just reading the room and trying to bail myself out of a tough situation. We've all been in lockdown. If this business idea works, tell me. If it doesn't, producer stop looking at me like that. This this, this is my plan. Don't hate. You you will want to produce for my company when, you know, I I am successful and I've sold enough props. Please don't mute my mic. It is a business idea. I think you'd make a lot of money. Cuz last year, uh during the first lockdown when border borders were completely banned from moving, they chained themselves together and rioted. You know, to show the struggle and the bondage that they've been put in by being taken off the job. There's a point where border borders were literally working about uh what? 4 hours a day. They were allowed to operate from I think no no, okay, not 4 hours, about 6. They were allowed to operate from around 5 or 7 to 1. Yes. So they operated out until 1 p.m. and then later it was pushed on to 5 p.m. There was that time and that's the time they were really frustrated. They chained themselves and walked around rioting together. Problem is they chained their feet together, which well, symbolically yes, it is beautiful, but in the event that police starts chasing you, you can't even now run away from the tear gas. So it, it kind of dumb, beautiful, but kind of dumb. But it just goes to show you how creative Ugandans are. I personally have a theory and hear me out that the government is trying to piss us off to test our creativity. Let's just do crazy things to these people and see what they pop up with in the next riot. So far we've seen chicken, we've seen pigs, we've seen chains. Now we have coffins. What are they bringing next? I think they're hoping one day we'll just bring a pile of cash and leave it in the middle of the road and be like, "Mhm, this is how much money has been stolen." And gladly they will take it. <laughs> you know how it is. So yes, back to Diana Twine and how this whole thing started. Should she resign? Um I I don't have the moral authority to call out anyone to resign. I mean, yes, if you're in a position like that, it is your it is your job to make sure that deliverables are done. And people are coming from lots of perspectives. Me, let me first go for the social media one. <laughs> Dr. Daniel Twin on social media is a bit um volatile, especially on Twitter. I've I've seen her rant on several occasions from the one last year during the lockdown about people asking too many questions about covid results. There was that time when the minister was very vocal about who died when, what where and how. Man jumps out of plane, dies of covid, yet he didn't have a parachute. There was that time they were really giving updates and then they stopped and everybody began to question them constantly. This was uh towards the end of I think the second month of extreme lockdown. So They ask questions and she was flipping out on social media. Ah, don't ask me not today. I don't feel like answering. I'm paraphrasing, right? It, it was more like you you guys were working hard we're under a lot of pressure. Just leave me alone for now. And uh she's she's been doing that quite a bit, uh especially with the what was this most recent thing? The tents, the 20 tents. When uh, she came out and said they had been blown away by the wind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one was hilarious. It was beautiful to watch. And things like this just keep happening, right? Uh, there's a lack of accountability. Yet everybody looks to her for answers in regards to COVID, including the president. Now, this is what's boring people. That said lack of accountability because that's what people have been asking from the beginning. In a recent interview, she said, "But you guys, if you wanted accountability, all you had to do was ask." 
I think that's what we've been doing for like the past year or so. Like people are mad at a lot of things, how they prioritized cars over vaccines. Are we just preparing ourselves for another lockdown? These are the questions people are asking that the doctor is not answering. And everybody's like, look, you're the person we're supposed to be looking up to for these answers. And you're either saying nothing or throwing tantrums or showing us what, what you felt was the preference, what you felt was necessary as opposed to what was needed. You get So people are pissed off. People are asking. And me personally, I'm like, I don't know who bought the coffin, whether it was a group contribution or whatever they did there. Mm-hmm, those are theirs. I, I, I don't think this guy is like, do they draw budgets for riots? This is something I've been curious about. Hmm, that's just hit me. But yeah, all they're saying is do better. You know, put out better work. Like, care for the country, care for the people. I, I, I think if the good doctor started communicating better, because me, I, I believe the issues in communication. Um, I'm not going to dwell on the allegations. I'm, I'm just going to say the issues in communication. Sometimes she throws a tantrum and everybody's like, okay, why are you angry? So, Dr. Atwin, I think you may need a small, small PR team. Eh? Some people who tweet for you what needs to be responded to and how it needs to be responded to. Because uh, being volatile on social media nowadays, people are judged for that intensely. So be aware of your words. It's a, it's a very tricky period. And uh, yeah. You need to do better, but also give us that money. It helps. All right, guys, I'm cutting to a break as I plot uh, some evil stuff this ends. I will be back shortly. It's Daniel O'Mara. Hear me out.